Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Penguins To Go, your daily dose of Pittsburgh Penguins news and analysis. You can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcasts from. With the Pittsburgh Penguins offseason speeding towards a conclusion, of course, the main storyline remains Eric Carlson. We have to mention it every single time we record. But that is not what we're going to talk about for the majority of today's podcast. We want to talk about the other storyline that is underlying on the Pittsburgh Penguins offseason right now, and that is Drew O'Connor. He's already played a pivotal role in the Kyle Dubas era of the Pittsburgh Penguins because the 25-year-old forward is scheduled for an arbitration hearing on August 4th. Just so happens to be the final arbitration hearing of this offseason. There's multiple reasons for that. One of them is probably because it provides the Pittsburgh Penguins more time to work on the, here he comes again, Eric Carlson trade. There's been speculation that Drew O'Connor could be part of said trade. He could be part of a return package for Eric Carlson, but we're going to operate as if he's not on this podcast to talk a little bit about Drew O'Connor, the player, where he's at, and what he could be for the Pittsburgh Penguins if he is indeed on the roster for the 2023-24 season. But that's not the only reason. Drew O'Connor being arbitration eligible and filing for arbitration is important for the Pittsburgh Penguins. As most of you know, that also builds in a parachute for Kyle Dubas when it comes to the NHL's salary cap. Because any arbitration finding will automatically trigger... A second buyout window of 48 hours, which will give Kyle Dubas another opportunity to buy out any contracts to create more cap flexibility for the Pittsburgh Penguins. A lot of people understand that that is likely a Mikhail Granlund opportunity to get him off the books. But not only does Drew O'Connor play a pivotal role for the Penguins this offseason, but he could play a very important role on the ice next season. Let's look back at his career to this point. He signed a two-year deal straight out of Dartmouth back in 2020. It was literally three or four days before the world stopped entirely due to COVID. So if you want to look at it that way, Drew O'Connor kind of triggered a, triggered an interesting time in the world. He has since seen his role increase every single year on the ice for the Pittsburgh Penguins. The first year under contract, he played 10 games, scored one point, 
and finished with an average of just under nine minutes of time on ice. Year two, he played 22 full games, got rid of that rookie tag as far as the NHL is concerned, scored five points, and averaged a little over 10 minutes of ice time, 10 minutes and 17 seconds. He then signed a one-year extension last offseason with the Pittsburgh Penguins and played in 46 games, becoming a pseudo-everyday player for the NHL's Pittsburgh Penguins. This season, he has a chance to double that again. Maybe not double that. You can't. Mathematically, you, you can't double 46 and get to 82. There's only 82 games in the season, but he could become, instead of a pseudo-everyday player, he could become an everyday player for the Pittsburgh Penguins this upcoming season. He's gained the trust of head coach Mike Sullivan, which for a young player, a up to this point under 25-year-old player, he's now 25 years old, that's something that hasn't happened much over the past couple of seasons. Why has Drew O'Connor kind of broken the mold of the Pittsburgh Penguins and become one of their youngest faces on the lineup? Well, he uses his speed, which Mike Sullivan, people might not agree, but he likes having players specifically in the bottom six that bring a speed element to their game. He also is great on the forecheck and, for the most part, pretty responsible defensively. That's the trifecta right there. Speed, forecheck, defensive responsibility. If you're young, that's what you need to do to get in the good graces of the Pittsburgh Penguins head coach. That's what Drew O'Connor has done in his three years with the Pittsburgh Penguins, and that's why, as I mentioned, you've seen his games played exponentially increase Every season he's been with the Pittsburgh Penguins, and so too has his role. He's shown glimpses of a little bit more offensively, but also he hasn't quite played with the most offensively successful linemates. Last year, look at the centers that the Pittsburgh Penguins had in the bottom six. Jeff Carter, who, if it wasn't for a no-move clause, he probably wouldn't be on the team heading into next season. Ryan Paling isn't on the team heading into next season. The Penguins didn't even extend a qualifying offer, let him walk in free agency. Mikhail Granlund, we all know how that turned out. So the center play was obviously not great. Danton Heinen, when it comes to wingers, wasn't great last season. That's why he was handed his walking papers, allowed to just stroll out into free agency. Josh Archibald, he signed somewhere else, but he's not going to be with the team next year. It's a very different bottom six. So we'll see if that helps unlock Drew O'Connor's more offensive potential. We saw that even more at the World Championships. Whenever I see anybody talking about Drew O'Connor this summer, they've always talked about, hey, he had a great performance for Team USA at the World Championships this summer. Played third-line center for the team. Scored eight points in ten games, three of them goals, five of them assists. Now, the team itself eventually collapsed, failed to even medal after losing to Latvia in overtime of the bronze medal game, but Drew O'Connor certainly impressed for the majority of that tournament. And so, too, did Casey DeSmith, so take it with a grain of salt because it's not a best-on-best -best tournament, but an impressive performance nonetheless on an international stage for Drew O'Connor at a position that the Pittsburgh Penguins have yet to use him in. Now, his role on the Penguins next season, if, of course, he does remain with the team next season, is not going to be that of a third-line center. It's not. Lars Zeller was brought in for that express purpose, to be the third-line center, to be the calming force for the Pittsburgh Penguins in a role that has been very volatile over the past couple of seasons. 
So no, Drew O'Connor's not going to be the third line center, but you could potentially see him being the alternate center in case one of those two guys goes down. Now, of course, if one of the top guys goes down, that becomes a crapshoot, right? Drew O'Connor's not going to be a second line center. Drew O'Connor's not going to be a first line center. That's that's just an asinine discussion that won't happen. But say Lars Eller gets injured. We're not hoping anybody gets injured on this podcast because that's not what we hope. But if Lars Eller goes down, if Nolachari goes down, Drew O'Connor will likely get an opportunity to show his worth at the center ice position. But even if he's not, I would say once he signs, he has a great chance to be the third line left wing and playing with Lars Eller who has a little bit more offensive ability than what the Penguins had in that position last year. Playing with, maybe on the right side, Alex Nylander, somebody who has more offensive upside than people that had played in that role previously last season. Maybe you see him turn into a good third-line player in the National Hockey League. And that's invaluable for the Pittsburgh Penguins this season. If he continues the trajectory that he's put himself on since coming out of Dartmouth back in 2020, that's where he should be this season, right? An everyday player scoring maybe around 20 to 25 points, 8 to 10 goals, maybe a little bit more if you get lucky, and he becomes a 25-year-old, which is for this roster a pretty unique, a 25 and under, solid bottom six player that's what the penguins need right the top six is so good is so good they just need the bottom six to be better they need them to be league average and this team will be at least a playoff team i see drew o'connor as coming into this season a league average bottom six player slightly above average fourth line player is what i would say League average to slightly below league average third line center. That's how I view him entering the season. But if his trajectory continues, I would not be surprised if he became a decent third line player by midseason. You could probably make that make that assumption. And that's huge. That is huge for the Pittsburgh Penguins because they need bona fide third liners. They really didn't have any last year. They really didn't. And you look at the teams that were successful in Pittsburgh Penguins past. They have a pretty good lineup through and through. You're able to roll four lines across the boards and be confident in what's going to happen when you roll the third line, when you roll the fourth line, and get that top six rest when they need it. That'll help everything. It's a domino effect. It's a butterfly effect. Whatever other simile or metaphor you want to use, It's exactly what the Pittsburgh Penguins need to move back in a positive direction this season. So while Drew O'Connor has been pivotal for the Pittsburgh Penguins plan this offseason, there's a lot of P's there. I hope I didn't give you too many plosives. While he was pivotal for the offseason, so too will he be for the regular season. If he's not part of the Eric Carlson trade, which, listen, Eric Carlson is... Eric Carlson is above and beyond, and you'd hate to see a guy like Drew O'Connor go because he's done so well and he's built himself up to be an NHLer. But you take Eric Carlson. However, if he's not in that trade, 
I'm excited to see what he's able to do for the Pittsburgh Penguins, and he could be a very pivotal factor in what they're able to do this season. That's it for this one. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, all that fun stuff, whether it's on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcasts from. Subscribe, auto-download on Apple Podcasts is always appreciated. That way you get notified when we have a new episode. We try to have a new episode every single day. Uh, obviously, the offseason is getting long, and we're getting to the point where there's very little news, but we will continue to try to get five episodes a week up until, I believe, the second week of August. We'll be taking a week and a half break, but make sure you like, make sure you subscribe. We'll see you guys next time.